I'm Marco Werman, and this is The World, a co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. The violence in Syria is intensifying, and so is the diplomatic effort to stop the fighting. At the United Nations, there were new calls for the government of Bashar al-Assad to stick to a planned ceasefire scheduled for next week. That's part of Special Envoy Kofi Annan's plan. All points of the plan are crucial, but one is most urgent, the need for cessation of violence. Clearly, the violence is still continuing. Alarming levels of casualties and other abuses continue to be reported daily. Opposition activists say the Assad regime is heightening its attacks on the opposition ahead of the deadline. The latest attack near the capital, Damascus, unfolded today. One activist described it as one of the most violent government campaigns since the uprising began a year ago. Borzu Daragahi of the Financial Times is following events from Beirut in neighboring Lebanon. He's been in touch with opposition figures in the town of Douma. This is a suburb of Damascus that's a heavily urbanized area. And uh, this area is being shelled now. This is a very, very urban area. uh, And they're using rockets to attack it kind of indiscriminately uh, and attempt at, um, you know, obviously terrorize the population into submission. Um, There's very little information about uh, any kind of attacks against the government uh, by the uh, Free Syrian Army. Uh, This is just an attempt to to, to sort of uh, play, use the opportunity, use the diplomatic space created by Kofi Annan's uh, initiative to uh, uh, crush the opposition. So tanks, intense shelling, rockets, uh, have you heard anything about casualties? Um, This is very early. Usually these numbers come later. According to the local coordination committees, which is an activist group that I've I've trusted uh, over the the past year, um, you know, so far they've counted uh, 27 people killed uh, nationwide. This number could increase dramatically over the next few hours. Now, there have been conflicting comments from the Syrian government uh, about the peace plan that uh, Kofi Annan has has generated. What is your take? My take is that they've rejected the peace plan. If you look at their remarks uh, carefully, uh, and and I I mean, I wrote this in the Financial Times, that basically they've essentially rejected huge, important, critical parts of the peace plan. Uh, uh, Number one item in the peace plan was uh, to refrain from attacking civilian areas. And uh, they had Jihad Makdisi, who's a spokesperson for the foreign ministry, come out and said, we will uh, refrain from hitting civilian areas when they're pacified. So essentially, we will stop killing our enemies when they're dead, uh, which is sort of, you know, Orwellian. But basically, it means that, uh, you know, forget it. We're not going to abide by the terms of this uh, peace deal. So there's a deadline next week uh, on April 12th, 6 a.m. Syrian time for uh, all fighting to cease. Um, If you look at this peace plan and the international statements, including those from the U.S., uh, one thing that's noticeably absent from this peace plan are consequences for Assad if he chooses to ignore this deadline next week. Yeah, absolutely. I I think this is a a real diplomatic quandary. I think that many uh, people would like to do something. Many governments would like to do something. Uh, They don't know what to do. Um, they're under public pressure. They're under international pressure. It's just like Bosnia, you know, 20 years ago, you know, and in the absence of, of knowing what to do, they come up with these diplomatic initiatives so that they don't seem like they're totally cruel and heartless. Um, but, you know, perhaps it would be more useful if uh, people were just honest and say, look, you know, the Syrian people are on their own. No one's going to help them. And it's obvious what Bashar al-Assad's strategy is, is that he's just going to keep killing people uh, and killing people. Because he knows that if 
Uh, and he knows, and the Russians know, and the Chinese know, and the Americans know, uh, and the Iranians know that as soon as he implements a, a ceasefire, there's going to be millions of people out on the streets uh, demanding uh, Bashar al-Assad be beheaded uh, and that the regime be changed, and that will be the end for him. So he's not going to let up. Uh, uh, there's no way for him to let up because it's just his survival at stake. And I think it would be uh, interesting if there was some honesty uh, with regard to this issue in the, from the diplomatic community. Boyzudaragahi of the Financial Times in Beirut. Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure.